Massachusetts lawmakers are looking to pump more money into the state budget, about $167 million. Both the House and Senate passed separate versions of a spending bill last week. Now they need to find common ground. For a look at the week ahead on Beacon Hill, we check in now with Matt Murphy of the Statehouse News Service. New England Public Radio's Henry App asked him to spell out the differences between the House and Senate spending bills. There were some policy changes the Senate made to the bill that will have to be sorted out, including some around a provision that would direct the Baker administration to apply to the federal government for uh, this waiver process to basically make the state eligible to receive more uh, federal funding for uh, the home care for the elderly. Um, there's a there's a bit of a disagreement between the branches around whether or not this should be uh, optional for the administration or mandated by the legislature that they take this step. Um, and so there are a few differences like that that will have to be uh, sorted out, and um, presumably they're going to try and do that soon, given that the, the governor in the administration is concerned that uh, beginning early next month, some accounts uh, funded in this bill could start to run out of money. Okay, so there's some urgency here. Uh, This bill also settles a dispute that arose last fall when money for UMass was not included in a different supplemental budget bill. Have the sides essentially worked out a compromise now? They did. Um, As you may remember, the Senate basically objected to including some of this uh, this roughly $11 million for collective bargaining agreements at UMass that the university had already paid for. The Senate president had some conversations with the university, uh, made an agreement with uh, UMass President Marty Meehan that the university would direct some of this funding into financial aid. And, and now this money is in both these bills. Separately, Governor Baker is also looking to send more state money to local communities for road construction. He's looking to get $200 million through the legislature. A House committee holds a hearing on that bill this week. Uh, Matt, when can local leaders expect to see those funds uh, come to them? You know, I've talked to some of the the chairs of the committees that have looked at this bill, and they are hoping to get action on it soon. I mean, everybody knows that April 1st is typically the date the communities look to for some sort of assurance from the state on how much money they can get or they will be getting so they can start to plan and contract out these uh, road projects for the spring, uh, which has you know already arrived. Uh, the House Bonding Committee is having a hearing this week on pieces of the governor's bill, though they have already signed off on the $200 million for road repairs. So it's possible that you could see the House act first, um, and maybe the House and Senate act first on just the Chapter 90, $200 million. But there are other pieces of the governor's bill, including $50 million for this new program to fix these very small municipal bridges that span rivers, many in disrepair. He wants to help fix those, and there's also some Um, debt changes and things of that nature that the committee still wants to look at. So uh, it remains to be seen whether or not they're going to wait to try and put a full package together or just act quickly on the road money. Finally, last week, Vermont Governor Peter Shumlin critiqued the possible ballot question in Massachusetts, which would legalize recreational marijuana. And that's as part of a push for a bill in his state that he says has stronger regulations. Do you have a sense of whether opposition groups uh, are lining up to, to fight the marijuana question this fall in Massachusetts? It's a little too early. We haven't seen a real uh, formulation of an opposition yet to the ballot question. But what we have seen, um, contrary to some of the past marijuana initiatives in Massachusetts that have gone to the ballot, you're seeing some of the leaders, like Governor Baker, Boston Mayor Marty Walsh, Attorney General Maura Healy, really come together and start to vocalize opposition. 
In the past, when voters have decided questions about decriminalization of small amounts of marijuana and medical marijuana, opponents waited till very late in the game to start to organize. And I, I think that is going to be different this time around. You're seeing these big leaders start to organize, um, start to put together a strategy, a communication strategy around voicing their opposition to this. And, and you can only assume that the money in the full organization group will follow. All right. Well, Matt, thanks so much for speaking with me. Thank you.